so Larry Nimoy, uh, Cyborg. Is that unplug. the unplug? Oh, Cyborg unplug. Uh, 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 what else? I didn't read up too much on the specifics, but are we going to bother with the dress thing? The illusion? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we can, can we can talk about that. Um, which, uh, I, there's a cool Netflix series that... Uh, that uh, yeah, it's it, called Orange is the New Black. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> To the Skeptic Wire. Ready whenever you are done. I'm ready. Hello. Hello. This is the Skeptic Wire, episode 182. 186. 186. Man, I'm going back in time. If you turn the two upside down and kind of turn it, uh, uh, flip it, and then squint with the light behind it, then it's 86. Yes. Awesome. And with me today is Greg Perrine. Hi. Hi. Uh, unfortunately, Gary is still out of town. Oh, that know, fucker. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, there he is. I assumed you were just some homeless man. You often let <laughs> random homeless men into your house. <laughs> That's between me and my God. <laughs> well, let's ask the dog. Harpo. <laughs> oh, she is staring out the window, looking longingly. So, <laughs> I think we were confused because you seem to have recently returned from the Mirror Mirror universe. Uh, yes, yes, that's that's correct. You. Wait, I guess I have to be nice to you now, don't I? <laughs> yes, you that lovely person. It's, yes, I'm from the Mirror Universe. That can't possibly happen. <laughs> Gary grew a goatee. Yes, I, I can, in fact, grow some hair. <laughs> Just not on the top of his head. We don't we're, know. Yeah, we're just going to leave it I, right I, there. Yeah, I think we should stop that course of investigation. <laughs> yeah, I got really lazy and... Opted to, uh, well, I got I got really lazy, got really pissed off, and kind of went to a, a, a deep funk. Fuck you! I'm growing a beard. Well, no, I just like <laughs> I'm, I'm just I'll just see how long I can I can go without, you know, <laughs> shaving the the heddal regions. And then I I, I didn't pack the the proper razors because I had I had a pack of razors and it doesn't fit my the handle that I have, and I was too damn lazy to go out and buy <laughs> <laughs> so I, listeners uh, in case you were wondering no we are not sponsored by harry's uh shaving kit thing that half the other podcasts in the world are you mean dollar sponsored shave by club? Dollar, dollar shave club, club. there's of, also harry's of, and, which, uh, yeah. of which i am a member yeah. by the way of dollar <laughs> shave club but we don't see a fucking dime from anybody no not even adam, Fuck and, you, adam and eve <laughs> <laughs> literally <laughs> hmm so yes, I am. I'm back for the weekend, working my ass off. I was actually back last weekend too, but I spent the entire weekend uh, 
weeding. <laughs> As in pulling weeds out of the ground in your yard. That is correct. Not getting stoned. Correct. Okay. That I don't understand the full kind of culture uh, terminology. Yeah, I don't so. think they call it weeding. That's why I had to clarify. <laughs> Despite the fact that I spent all Saturday morning Maybe this weekend she... trying to buy tickets to the Grateful Dead 50th anniversary concert, <laughs> and fuck you, Ticketmaster, fuck you right in the nose, <laughs> because nobody I know on Facebook who tried got any tickets, so. Oh, well, I guess I'm not going that then. Ah, you can get from the sc- every every single scalper in the world for five times the price. No, I am not willing to pay. Try StubHub. It's a maybe in the future, but <laughs> that's also that's also a, a a gay porn site. Ah, okay. I don't know. It sounds like a gay if porn you site. do it right, probably pretty much anything could be a gay porn yeah. website. Yeah, yeah. Rule thirty four, after all. I was going to say something pithy and interesting and and Why start now. Yeah, <laughs> but never mind. But so how, how does this work? I think we talk. We talk into the microphone. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, uh, we we generally start to get in some sort of recent current event thing, ah, and and though not directly related to skepticism, but tangentially related to skepticism was the passing of the actor Leonard Nimoy, actor, photographer, director, social justice warrior, sure, yes, former smoker, now extremely former. <laughs> Oh, too soon. Too yeah, soon. a little too soon. Well, one of his last tweets were, was basically, I used to smoke. I wish I hadn't. So he he realized the error of his ways. Yeah, but he also quit like 30 years ago. Yeah. So this, the, the COPD coming so long after he quit smoking was kind of a surprise to everybody. Yeah. What does COPD stand for anyway? Chronic something pulmonary disease. Cox on parade in Detroit. <laughs> That's an odd thing to die of. <laughs> was, was, was he was he like a, a extreme GOP fanatic? Okay, well, so chronic <laughs> obstructive pulmonary disease. Oh, and they they think that was caused by a smoking. Yeah. Well, huh. we we know that smoking does affect not just your lungs but your whole cardiovascular system. So bad bad smoking. Yeah. And FYI, the lungs are actually not part of the cardiovascular system. They are part of the respiratory system. I know. The, that, that's why I said the lungs and the right. cardiovascular system. But Two I, separate things. Not, I think yeah. I think if uh, he could have swallowed a pill that had a camera in it, it probably could have gone through all that. <laughs> and they probably could have had it they earlier. They found Leonard <laughs> Nimoy's vagina? Yeah. What was the name of the lawmaker who was like from Idaho or something? Well, I'll have you know, I swallowed a camera this week. It didn't find my vagina. Okay? It they did find my anus. Enough. It did find my anus, though. Yeah, I got nothing for that one. I don't know, but uh, had had it been uh, what hooked up to the Wi-Fi, you might have been able to block the signal. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like a lower intestinal drone. <laughs> Do you want to get in that now or finish yeah. talking about Leonard That's Nimoy? <laughs> okay, we'll get we'll get to the whole uh, drones, <laughs> anal drones. Yeah, thing. we'll get back to Donna's <laughs> anal drones. That's what we're naming this episode. Um, <laughs> I'm walking out. <laughs> I, I I expected that three years ago. 
So why I said tangentially skeptical is that Mr. Spock is a very logical character, and that's where I think me as a kid got a lot of respect for science and, well, let's figure this out. But at, at the same time, acknowledging emotion like the series tried to show that, you know, it's still there and can well, help color sort of, logic. But, so, but, but about the only emotion as he like ever the showed movies was rage. On. Well, no. as the movies went on, he... He, the character of Spock yeah. was given more of a balance between realizing that pure logic wasn't only, yeah. the only solution, and that's kind of the whole human slash Vulcan half hybrid thing was a metaphor for that. That the the pariah is pariah half half half, 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 half hybrid, so half, half human half Vulcan hybrid. Okay, you know me, no Spock. <laughs> Talk well, good, Spock. Talk good. Welcome to Spock Talk. <laughs> well, that Sorry. was like one of the in the what is it the third movie where he's he's come back after landing on Genesis and the new planet and everything. All of a sudden, he's basically been recreated for yeah. lack of better terminology. Is he playing drums or guitar for Genesis? Drums. Okay, I don't have any extra things to throw at you, Gary. So just remind me later so, to throw something at you. So he gets on the ship and he's there with his mother, Amanda, and the, it asks him the question, how are you? And he's like, I don't understand why they're asking this. And she's all like, because you're half human. Yeah. And that is just one of those great little scenes in a movie. How do you feel? That was the question. Oh, yep. how do you feel? And before we get letters from fans, we do realize that is the beginning of Star Trek Four. That That does not diminish Donna's point that it shows like... That the human part of Spock was also very important. Right. It's it's pretty sad when the non-film person. <laughs> <laughs> With the wall of Star Trek DVDs. <laughs> I just didn't want to get complaints. Ah, okay. Well, there's a, you know that the moment she said that there was some guy just with his fingers poised just going, oh, curse the luck. Now, That's how the internet works. <laughs> my rage has been slightly switched. Never let it happen again. All caps. Yeah, I okay. found one of those apparently, guys this week. Apparently, Gary's going through Brent Farr right now. Uh, didn't Brett Farr? Uh, Not Brett he was Farr. Just a, he just threw footballs. <laughs> yeah. He didn't fuck on the football field. He just threw footballs. <laughs> that we know of. Allegedly. Allegedly. At least during game time. Well, there's a lot of downtime. Who knows what happened in the huddles? I mean... Uh, there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> I just want to let your imagination go from there. We've kind of gone <laughs> off topic. Um, so, so Leonard Nimoy is for you still dead. <laughs> I was going to say, maybe we should get back on the... Um, we should find the signal again. Ah, yeah. Rest in peace, Leonard Nimoy. Right. Let's talk about something else. Live long and long. prosper. And I think he did. Yeah. He, well, he was certainly prosperous. And he, did. And he, he led a long, full life. life. Yes, exactly. It's been a while since we heard that phrase. Uh, well, since especially been... you. You've been yeah. gone for a month and a yeah, half. Exactly. So what we were talking about, um, <laughs> the, the drones. <laughs> the anal drug things. Thing, yeah. There was an article recently posted from the Daily Dot, uh, amongst other places, about a device that's like an anti-drone force field for your home. And that, that was the, the headline for the Daily Dot. And then there's a $50 device 
that lets you kick people off wireless networks and there's an anti-surveillance. Right. Kicks drones, phones, and glass holes from Wi-Fi networks. And so what they're, they're describing here is... Basically a signal jammer. Yeah. It, a, a selective signal jammer. So the, the, the Daily Dot, the device is like an anti-drone force field for your home, guys said, imagine a drone comes down and looks into your window and there's nothing you can do about it because it's sending signals back to whoever owns the thing and they're mm -hmm. using a GoPro and they're sending it over Wi-Fi. Well, you can knock that sucker off uh, and turn it off and tell the person that you want to be, you know, you don't want to be droned or video surveyed. Hey, I... I like being droned once in a while, okay? <laughs> I'm gonna just... I'm just gonna keep going with the... Yeah. The keep, probe. Keep going with the uh yeah, probe the... metaphor. Okay. But let's let's just the, the first paragraph. P and I can do it in the in the style of, of Beatles uh Lucy in the Sky with, with Diamonds. Picture yourself in your kitchen on the third floor of an apartment building with something like that doesn't work, does it? Okay. No, it doesn't really no, work. No, you were doing fine. Yeah. Annoying half our listeners, but yeah, yeah. you were doing fine. Exactly. <laughs> And I am a Beatles fan. It's very sad. Okay. Picture yourself in your kitchen on the third floor of an apartment building when suddenly a drone flies by with oh, a GoPro yeah. camera capturing... <laughs> click, 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 click. Oh, sorry. I thought you were doing that in stereo. like, that's a mono microphone. <laughs> I was trying to do the Doppler effect. Do, well, yeah, yeah, sorry. Okay. Picture yourself in the street with a GoPro camera capturing footage of the neighborhood. You run to shut your curtains, but the camera has passed and snapped a photo of your open window in the process. Click. This is the kind of surveillance technology that frightens many people. Ah! Well, drones are great for filming volcanoes or snowstorms. Or a fucking film! Or a film. <laughs> Maintaining our privacy in a world increasingly full of them is a very real concern. Don't look at my boobies. Enter Cyborg but uh, Unplug. <laughs> I'll be back. <laughs> uh, so this is a Berlin-based startup, and it creates a blocker. The idea was one of this guy's friends works in an art gallery, and he thought that people with uh, Google Glass were taking pictures of the art and uploading it. Which is probably right. So this guy came up with the idea, well, what we'll do is we'll put a block on your Wi-Fi network. And so if it senses, like a Google Glass, which has a specific MAC address, uh, start uh, of the MAC address, so you can say, oh, well, that's Google Glass, uh, you can block it. You can block that Wi-Fi signal from going through the network. Your network. The one in the building that they're attaching to. Mm -hmm. Not the one that's attached to your phone right. that everybody has with their 3G and 4G. Exactly. Only through your router. So if they're connecting to your Wi-Fi, you got no problem. If they're connecting to something else, like, I don't know, a 3G network or, or a hotspot. Or an FBI surveillance van. Yeah. Um, you're not going to be able to, drop the, to block it. Now, you can block every signal by doing uh, broadband noise. Uh, which is how they do it in, in movie theaters and stuff, which, by the way, is illegal in the United States, but whatever. But legal in Ireland. Yeah, and certainly in the UK and other places. They don't have quite the laws. So the problem here is not so much is, uh, in the United States is, is not so much people stealing your Wi-Fi because most people here put passwords on the Wi-Fi. Mm -hmm. So you don't have this problem. So this would be completely useless. 
Well, especially for the purpose that they're talking about of yeah. stopping drones. It sounds yeah. like this was just, well, what's the latest buzzword? How can I turn this specific don't steal my Wi-Fi if you don't have the password or whatever for Google Get off asses, my virtual lawn! <laughs> essentially. Into, well, how can we clickbait this? Exactly. But, but the entire article is still kind of stays on this premise and that's kind of the because they start talking about gopros and they, st st they still talk about drones and he says in the drone scenario the cyborg unplug isn't shutting down the drone itself rather the camera that's attached to it and that is false it's not shutting down the camera it's shutting down the camera's line through your wi-fi so they're still completely wrong about the facts right. in addition the gopro camera has its own password setup yeah. So it's not like it can get in there to to turn block. It or yeah. I I don't entirely know how GoPros work, but I some cameras and camera equipment have their own internal memory cards. Right. You cannot prevent no that being right. saved to an internal memory with a Wi-Fi blocker. That is absolutely correct. All you can do is turn off that that picture, that immediate picture, because mm -hmm. what's going to happen is. It's eventually going to get back to whatever it is, and it's going to be recorded, and they're going to enhance and enhance and enhance, and they're going to yeah. realize that you're actually using... No, they're not going to enhance and enhance and <laughs> enhance. No. You said that just to piss off Donna. Yes, I did. Fuck you. <laughs> I hate you. So the, the, the unplug thing that blocks all access to your Wi-Fi, including yourself, if it's your Wi-Fi? No, no. It, 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 you uh, can allow certain yeah. devices. Okay. All right, so, so, like, your smart TV could work, but not phones or... Right, but see, the, yeah. this is the thing about routers, is a good majority of them, if you just delve a little bit into the settings of them, mm -hmm. and I'm pretty sure a lot of people don't, but you can actually say, I only want this MAC address to use my Wi-Fi. I only want this MAC address to use my router. And by Mac, I assume you're not talking about Macintosh computers no, products. No, this okay. is this is every every single Wi-Fi and Ethernet device has its own little built-in personal number. Gotcha. And uh, it's basically their name and address. Yeah, so everybody's got their own name. It might be similar to somebody else, but they're at a different address. Unless you have like a, an entire address of John Smith's. Right, so it's like a serial number for di devices, yeah. and they have a prefix that kind of tell you what type of device. They That's are. exactly correct. Okay, so you can block these, and in fact, you can usually block a, an entire type of device because, like as you said, most devices, like Google Glass, has I don't know, it's twenty four F or something like that. Okay, is the prefix. So you can block all of that. Can you block like? John's Google Glass, but let everybody else's work. If you know, if you know the you Mac know address, what you're doing. Yeah. And, but and, and the thing is, you can go into your router and you can see who's attached to it. So unfortunately, you would unless he's he's got his name on there as well. Most of them do send the Mac and like a device name or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah a, a user user defined name. So you could see, oh well, that's John. Fuck John. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I had an incident where I had actually kept my Wi-Fi open for quite a while because I've had that issue where like I've been driving somewhere, didn't have a phone on me or didn't have a smartphone, but I had my laptop. I'd stop in a neighborhood. I'd find somebody's open Wi-Fi, get my directions and move on. So I kind of figured, Dad you know, some porn. No, but 
why I She's make not that. denying it. <laughs> I can make that shit a lot easier. <laughs> so we you're kept, a thief, Donna. Okay. So we kept our Wi-Fi open to kind of pay it forward to people in similar situations. I guess about six months into that, we just found our, our internet was really lugging and everything else. And so we looked at it and our neighbor <laughs> was piggybacking. Is that the preachy neighbor? Yes, it was the preacher. Oh, uh, the preacher was a thief. <laughs> and so <Shocked. laughs> locked it down, password protected it. I am not shitting you. 30 minutes later, he's knocking at our door going... Hey, my internet isn't working. Can you guys come over here and help me? And I'm like, can you stop being a thief? And he's like, what? And I said, you've been piggybacking off of our Wi-Fi. And he goes, no, I, I would never do that. And I was all like, no, I can't help you. I'm busy. So when you clicked on the Wi-Fi option of Donna's internet, you didn't think that you thought that was your own router, schmuck? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, he didn't like me very much. He was like, fuck the priest next door. <laughs> The point is, there's, uh, it, it, this is one of those look beyond, look beyond, look, look beyond the headline kind right. of thing. The headlines lie, and yeah. and this is not what this device is. The initial yeah. uh, idea for this device, I think the the guy who made it is honest about what it what it does. He's not saying it'll stop drones. Now, maybe if if ever all the Wi-Fi is open, then that makes makes it a little bit different, right? But, but they also do have that all out mode that. Blocks disables any wireless surveillance technologies in the range of the network. Right, but only going through that network. Right. They actually make the statement is, this may not be legal in all areas. Right. But reading the comments, I know we're not supposed to read the comments. The comments <laughs> are it's okay. fucking hilarious. Like, um... Hell, we have an entire new segment on the show about commenting on YouTube stuff, so... <laughs> We're kind of glass houses going on here. <laughs> yeah, there's just like all of these, no, it, it'll disable that drone. And, and people are like, no, read the fucking article. Yeah. And they're like, well, I just got done washing my tinfoil hat, so I know what I'm <laughs> talking about. <laughs> well, it, people and, and people obviously don't read that. Uh, did you read that the cake shop... That denied the the gay Indianapolis the yeah. Indianapolis cake shop yeah bakery. they 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 closed yeah they weren't shut down the guy retired they mm -hmm. actually earned more money because people were coming in from out of town to support them like the Chick fil A let's go buy Chick fil A because they're bigots yeah. thing right. okay yeah and apparently the the lawsuit that was brought against them was actually by by the government and not by the couple right, that was denied because it violated um. Uh, ordinances yeah and so access ordinance yeah and so they closed down and so you <laughs> read the comments <laughs> and you're just like, like well, well we can't have our own business blah 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 it's just like dude just and the whole bunch was like the guy read, retired read the article <laughs> yeah <laughs> they, they didn't quit because of bigotry because they're bigots they quit because they made enough money to retire right and that's what they wanted to do in the first place <laughs> so shut up well, it's, it's even clearer as well that whoever, especially who wrote the headline, because sometimes those are different people, but the person who wrote the article and focused so much on drones also didn't read the source material or didn't have the level of education necessary to really truly understand it and yeah. present it non-sensationally. You can even do it sensationally without being wrong. 
Well, the other side is, is the company is also presenting it that way. Yeah. So the company has put out this video of, and when you look at the YouTube video, like the still frame used for the, for the YouTube is there's a drone right there. So this company knows where its bread is buttered and it is with the conspiracy theory. It's on the left side. You know, and so they are purposely going after those people who are so afraid that the FedEx van is really an FBI surveillance right. van the, driving like down you the said, street. The tinfoil hat brigade. Yeah. So all I have to say about that. So you know, do your research, folks. If you're going to buy a, a neat gadget, do your research and don't be a, a douche nozzle. Well, there's that. I was, I was trying to douche say something canoe? about, there we go. Uh, don't be blinded by your perceptions because human perception is uh, imperfect. Interesting. You should say that. Not really. Although I'm assuming that you said that because my perception is imperfect. Yes. It went from the Well, mic- apparently everybody on the fucking internet's perception is imperfect. No. No, it's not actually because that picture shows a gold and uh, white, dress. white dress. The picture itself shows the gold and white dress because it actually has been manipulated a bit. Right. You can't tell that it's a black and blue, blue dress, dress or whatever it is, because you don't have the context necessary to see it as a black and blue yeah, dress. Yeah, it's called yeah. white balance. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> exactly. So someone who's down and dirty in the visual arts, Donna. Oh, and we're sorry for talking about this. But we're going to, so <laughs> yeah, deal with A lot it. of people were pissed off about the dress this week. But uh, so essentially, Donna, the way I understand it is that because it's like... <sighs> Um, there's an illusion out there somewhere where it's got a checkerboard pattern with a cylinder and the cylinder's throwing a shadow and it looks like the checkerboard pattern is different colors in the shadow than it is out of the shadow because of the different amount of light available. There's a gray block outside of the shadow and when it's inside, that same gray block is inside the shadow, it looks lighter. Right. So it's that same illusion of the quantity of light that like the, the, that, like you said, the context light. Where if the light is behind the dress, it looks one color, but if you can cut, you can adjust for that amount of light, right. it changes how it looks. But also if you saw the dress with the light facing on it instead of behind it, it would look more blue-black than it is. Okay, so I'm going to kind of break this down in. I a may be further. wrong. <laughs> so when you take a picture, whatever light is shining on your object, that light has a color temperature. So fluorescent lights are green, sunlight is blue, incandescent lights are orange, and you have to balance for that. That's called white balancing. So what you do is you literally take a white card or 18% gray if you want it a little cooler in color. You take a picture of it, you balance your camera. So it kind of has the starting off point of saying, I know what white is. This is white. Like the, the, the color test pattern on a TV. Exactly. This way the camera knows, okay, so I now have to adjust for this orange light coming from an incandescent light so that my blues are not as reddish. They're not getting into that purple. When you're standing outside in the sunlight, things have a blue tinge to them. And if you don't have that, your picture's going to look fuckered up. It's not going to look like what it is. <laughs> Hence, 
The dress is blue and black. So it's it's not it it seems like it's a combination of that shadow effect, right? With just photography effects, kind of like the the orbs in Ghost Hunter photos. I really wouldn't say that it's photography is, effect. It's the fact that light has a color, right? But the Lots technology of, of the compute yeah. of the f- camera, whatever you have, is now built to adjust for that. Yes, where say. Certain cameras, especially like the early digital cameras for video or whatever, didn't, didn't have the refresh rate. So sometimes you get these pixelations mm-hmm. and that ghost hunters would assume, well, that means that's a ghost. Well, actually, it's an artifact of the technology not compensating correctly. Correct. Where the dress thing is the camera's not compensating correctly and it's in a shadow and humor perception is well, fucked. I need to I need to correct you. Uh, the pixelization is actually not proof of ghosts. That's proof of... Uh, of Cheap-ass equipment? No. Uh, Minecraft uh, monsters escaping your computer? Rep, rep, reptili- rep, reptiloids? reptiloids? Reptilian overlords? Rep, yes. Rep, reptilians. <laughs> so I, I just want to be clear on okay. our, on our uh, uh, pseudosciences. Where we are on the <laughs> spectrum of conspiracy theories? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I know because orbs, orbs are ghosts, but pixelization is actually reptilians. Okay, because <laughs> reptilians are also basically um, or cloaking technology. Uh, what is it? Uh, basically, shutter speed blur. Yeah. Where if you have a shutter open a little longer than you might normally, and someone moves their face, it looks like someone has a blurred reptiloid face. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. So. <laughs> And I'm glad you explained white balance because I had this this picture of some guy just putting white people on top of each other, you know, like <laughs> I do with 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 rocks. Yeah, yeah. which is kind of cool. Uh, basically, Cirque du Soleil. They-, <laughs> <laughs> That's Gary Lawn. You can reach him at Gary at skepticwire dot com. <laughs> that the thing is that makes sense. That's that's, that's scary that you made a good joke, Gary. All of my jokes are good in certain uh, aspects Context. of reality. <laughs> Unless you do a white balancing. <laughs> right. But really, I mean, that's what it is. It was a very simple explanation. And everybody is like, oh, my God, I didn't see that until my husband pointed it out. That it's blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, really? No. <sighs> but, but interestingly... There's some cool videos on YouTube. Uh, Richard Wiseman has a whole bunch like this. Uh, Phil Plate's done some on optical illusions. There's a series on Netflix called uh, uh, Brain... Brain Puzzles? Brain Teasers? Bra- brain... brain Games? or uh, Brain Games, I think is what it's called. God dang it. Where'd it go? It starts with the word brain. <laughs> mm, Brains. Brain. Well, there's a, a great movie from the 90s called Brain Donors. No. No, no, not that one with John Turturro kind and of doing it's, the... And it's not brain droppings by by Carlin either. George Carlin. Yeah. This is based on the works of Richard it's Feynman, not, though, right? It's not brain candy with no. the new kids Here's in the hall. Richard Feynman. I thought Richard Feynman did one very similar. Richard Oh, Wiseman. Wiseman. Uh, Feynman is, is a physicist. Wow, they we do really like... don't know what the fuck we're talking about, <laughs> do we? <laughs> Brain Games. Brain it's Games. called Brain okay. Games. It's on Netflix. They they do the same thing that that Richard Weisman has done with with the card trick where he changes the backgrounds and he changes his shirt color. Uh, they do a thing where they 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 swap. And, and there's also uh, a whole bunch of these uh, practical joke shows do the same thing where they change the person you're talking to mm-hmm. by moving something in front of you. They have this illusion with with the different colors as well. 
Uh, and they also have one where it looks orange rather than gray uh, on, a, on a Rubik's Cube. And they, it's all, you know, it's all brain science. And it's all quite interesting if you give a shit about your brain uh, or science. <laughs> Most people don't. So. Yeah. And, but it, it should give you great pause on trusting what you see, what you think you see, yeah. uh, and what you think happened in the past. Or even just now, five minutes ago. Because the general public pretty much assumes, and it's repeated this assumption over and over again on like cop shows on TV or whatever, that essentially human eyes are video cameras, human ears are microphones, and our, our brain is a perfect database recorder. Yeah. And it's not at no. all. Right. Well, the problem is that's how it's treated by the court system. Eyewitness testimony, which is highly suspect, is always considered like the best testimony that you can give yeah, and it's actually the, the the worst uh, the the very first episode of brain games they do this thing where people are, uh, are watching the 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 what's that card three card monty three card yeah. monty uh so they're watching this game there's like 12 of them they're watching this guy do this and then they have like a fake robbery happen over there uh this girl's yelling at the guy guy steals something from Another guy steals something from the guy who's being yelled at and hands it to somebody else. And then they say, what happened? And they have a New York cop there. And then he's explaining what he's doing and explaining why he's doing what he's doing, interviewing the people and telling, okay, if they're excitable or if they're agreeable, if they're, you know, if they answer really like they're really sure, probably not a good witness. Right. But if they sit and they think about it for a while, they're probably trying to remember exactly what happened. And they're probably a decent witness. And then what these guys did is they put them in the jury room and they put two people who weren't in the original group who were specifically there to make shit up mm -hmm. and then see how the other people responded. And it's, it's very easy, especially two weeks later, to think that the lady had, was, had a red hat on mm -hmm. and uh, had blonde hair when in fact she had no hat on and she has dark hair. Yeah. Well, right. eyewitness testimony also is infamous for being incorrect. Like somebody robs a convenience store and, you know, they have the thing, you know, the height yeah. thing of being off anywhere from six inches to a foot, yeah. even with a fucking ruler yeah. right there. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like the old psych experiment where you tell the psych students to count how many times the guy dribbles the, the basketball ball bouncing test and then the guy in the gorilla suit gorilla suit the, runs the gorilla by test the, yeah yeah uh, attentional blindness yeah. where if you're focusing on one thing you don't notice what's going on essentially in the periphery even if that periphery is right in front of you right because you we're our brains work on what's different you don't get the whole the whole, the whole picture what, yeah what's what's different what you're focusing on and right. what's moving right the whole kind of evolutionary biology of we we need to pay attention to the things that are running at us, not the thing that's just sitting there. Yeah. Some of these video uh, codecs work kind of the same way in in that uh, it, Captain Disillusion has a really interesting thing. He's talking about rep reptilians, by the way, which is why it went back to that. But there's, there's different ways that you can show motion on a computer screen. And one is just showing differences. Mm -hmm. Right. And so sometimes those differences, if you get a keyframe and then you lose a keyframe, it gets all jumbled and moves away from the original picture that it should have been because it's trying to 
show what the differences are, but it gets kind of carried away. Kind of like <sighs> Linda McCartney on Hey uh, End of Hey Jude, where she just goes further and further out of tune because apparently she's, she was tone deaf. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> because she didn't have a reference point. <laughs> For hippies who don't know the reference, think Donna Gottschalk from The Grateful Dead. <sighs> anyway. She, she <laughs> okay. I got his reference. I didn't get yours. Well, I was trying to make the conversation even broader so that everybody who doesn't have like a, a McCartney reference point, the Beatles. Yes. Okay. So, <laughs> so it's not the Beatles and Rolling Stones. It's the Beatles and the Grateful Dead. I was making it much broader because they're not as closely related. Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll go with that. <laughs> anyway. So, uh, uh, the dress. Fuck the dress. <laughs> well, yeah, you had some people. I put when this whole thing happened, I posted on Facebook essentially. So now that everybody's focused on the dress and what the real science is, welcome to skepticism. Right. It's it's the wow, that's neat. Why is that happening? Right. Now the people who said that's neat. Why why is that happening? And actually. Went to, there's a pretty good Wired article on this. A lot of people covered the actual science of it. Some got it right better than others, but they were still trying to say, well, it's the shadow things, it's the camera settings, and if you adjust the camera settings just on the picture, the whitewash of it, it'll it, now you can see why. Or if you look at the picture from top down or bottom up, you can see the differences in your perception. People but, wanted to know, but other people were just like, no, it's gold and white. Fuck you. You can't tell me no different because I'm from I, Brooklyn. I was going to say, <laughs> wow, you were getting back to your Jersey roots there. <laughs> and then just, I mean, other people were just adamant that, no, it's this color and you cannot prove it otherwise. Right. And then other people were like, fuck you. I am so tired of this meme. Go, You all can go to hell. Yeah. Including one listener from Australia that... Uh, I saw some Facebook posts was like, fuck the dress. Fuck you all. Fuck you all. <laughs> I, you know what I do like is the fact that the sort of the, the reverberation, like, it'll have the picture of the chicken and it'll tell me, what color is this cat? Yeah. You know. This oh, the, the, yeah. It had this great, like, all these other side memes. Like, they're in Doctor Who in the 80s, some of the Daleks were white and gold. So you had the doctor in a picture I saying, that one. "Yeah, yeah, is 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 that Dalek white and gold or blue and black? Because there used to be black and blue Daleks as well, or or the llamas on the loose thing. There yes. was one white llama, one black llama. So they put orange stripes on the white one and black and blue stripes on the black one. I, I mean, it became a fun thing, but it also was a great thing to to find to sh to show to people who aren't into skepticism that it can be." Um, there's some fascinating stuff here, and we can learn something well, from it. Well, you know, it was really nice because when Leonard Nimoy passed away, I mean, the internet broke. Everybody was sad and upset. And there was, I mean, I know I posted quite a few tributes. I know that you guys did as well. And then this comes in, and like I said, and everybody's like, I don't care about the goddamn dress. I really don't care anymore. <laughs> and then you start getting the humorous memes. And it's yeah. like, okay. Yeah, they, they had a... Uh... One of the, the best ones that I saw was someone took the beginning of Airplane, where the pilots come come walk in and people are keep on coming up to him and handing him pamphlets. And over that, since it's just a gift, there's no sound, but it's like, what color is this dress? What color is this dress? And it gets more and more violent as it goes on. <laughs> I thought you were going for the white zone, red zone, loading zone oh, no. discussion because some people have quoted that same thing. Uh, Don't give me this white and gold dress crap, <laughs> Susan. Yeah. <laughs> 
I'm I'm still waiting for the the balanced approach here of what's actually happening with the uh, tiny fairies in the eyes uh, redirecting and prisming the light. <laughs> so I haven't I haven't read that, and I'm really disappointed because I think it's important that the fairies that live in our eyes uh, get the have credit. freedom. Yeah, well, get the credit that they're due. I mean, they work their their little tiny fairy asses off. <laughs> that explains when you close your eyes, the little moats yes. that you see. Yeah, those little floaties. Fairies. You know what? Yeah. I'm gonna I'm actually gonna take this back to serious. Oh, so. <laughs> but you know, since we're now talking about art and photography and everything else, I love the fact that photography can tell you if your kid has if your kid's eye has cancer, because oh, if yeah. it flashes. And it's white and not red. Okay, that's the red indicative. Eye thing. Yeah. It's indicative of a possible cancer in their eye. And people are saving their sight thanks to taking a goddamn photo and posting <laughs> it on the fucking internet. Science, narcissism. Yeah. <laughs> Science means are you narcissism. Just screaming random words. <laughs> uh, no, I think that was relevant. <laughs> See, that's that's science where it's done on like. Just randomly on kids, that's okay, as opposed to, like, the Wakefield taking blood from kids at a birthday party thing. That's not quite so, uh... That's, a, that's it, not it, quite so okay. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a little different, except they are stealing their children's souls by taking their picture. Do, does it steal the eye fairies as well, if you take a picture of somebody? <laughs> that's a good question. I think we need to look into this. It blinds them that- briefly. That would explain Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie. <laughs> so <laughs> they when have you, no souls. When you take a picture of somebody, it's not the flash that's causing a little like uh, blind zone in your eye line. It's it, it's, it's all the it's little the eye glare. fairies going. Oh my god! There's so much light yeah. in here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, they get dazed, so they, you can't see in that spot anymore. Like yeah. if you stare, well, they have little prisms that they that uh, they direct the light. So yeah. I mean, that white flash just completely overloads them. Yeah. And it, Probably the fairy dust gets energized and, you know. <laughs> okay, we're not the masters of improv, but we try. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. I mean, this is this is just getting into ridiculous. Ter- I mean, this is getting into just uh, speculative fairiness, so. <laughs> getting? Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe, Gary, maybe you're being a little too conservative with your viewpoint. <laughs> Am I? It, it, it's quite possible. Uh, although I did, I did hear that there was uh, a PAC convention, a C PAC convention, and that's uh, with a C, not S E A. Right. Or and it's C-E-A. not the device that people who have sleep apnea need uh, C-PAP. to breathe. Yeah. yeah, that's CPAP. Right. This is CPAC. CPAC. And what what is a CPAC? That's Conservative Political Action Conference Conference Committee. Con- committee? Conference. conference. Probably conference, but it's probably put on by CPAC Cox. the committee. <laughs> Yeah, something like that. <laughs> and and it seems like this the, this last week they had the usual kind of uh, the Donald Trumps, the Michelle Bachmans, the uh, the Alaska governoress. Governoress. Uh, um, you know. Yeah, um, I know. Uh, Palin. 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 Um, Michael Palin? No. <laughs> Sarah Palin. Sarah Palin. Uh, there was a big thing about Jeb Bush where – Well, the guess yeah. because they want him to be president next, but he's going to have a hard time. Well, there, it was an interesting thing. Like there was – He's what is it? He's pro he's pro immigration reform or something like that. So there are plenty of people who are kind of hissing and booing him, but he stacked the audience with enough of his supporters that they just clapped at whatever he said. So um, yeah, I mean <laughs> the dress. It, no, never mind. <laughs> well, yes, you know is your, if, is your suit white and gold or is it blue and black? You know if Obama wore a white and gold suit, 
<laughs> that all the conservatives would say, no, it's black and blue. And he, if they, it shows if he wore that he doesn't a white love a, and gold suit, they'd be asking him who his bitch was because he'd just be totally pulling out the the Rick James look. Yeah. Well, just remember the uh, the controversy when he wore a tan suit. He was like on vacation at um, uh, not Kenny Bunkport, um, um, Camp David, Camp David, or something, and he gave a mini press conference on like Memorial Day or something, and all the conservatives went wild because he wore a tan suit as opposed to a blue suit or a black suit that everybody is supposed to wear. But so. You you know in these situations that pretty much if Obama says anything, the republic the staunch Republicans and the Tea Partiers are essentially going to say, "No, the sky is purple." Yeah. So it's which, int- which would be a weird thing to say if yeah. he had said nothing about the sky. <laughs> yes. It's opposite, and it trues, proves he is a secret Muslim atheist or whatever they want to throw Reptilian. at him. But that's not the reason we're talking about this. Which the makes we're it interesting <laughs> that someone who is not traditionally thought of as in Republican circles would go like, and talk like at American, a CPAC. Like, like American atheists who yeah. also had a booth there this year. Although I think last year they got kicked out. Yes, last they, year they were removed this year because of the work of Jamila Bay, who is a woman of color, atheist, works for American atheist, secularist, and conservative. Yes. We're we're not going to play like the audio of her speech because we save that for the woo woo tube segment. But well, not her speech. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, we wait. Are we putting her speech in the woo woo tube? No, we're oh, saving okay. saving playing vi- audio of a video. Ah, okay. Sorry, I, I misspoke there. But uh, essentially, she re- reminded the audience there that um, uh, conservative that that there's a large number of Secular. secular and atheist voters, the especially the under thirty fives are seculars or or non religiously affiliated, which yes. is different. Yeah, the nuns. Um and that that's a voting block that conservatives and Republicans, however you want to parse those two different words, can't afford to ignore anymore. And also reminded about like, oh, Lincoln was the original kind of conservative who brought this country together and, and all that kind of stuff. You know, kind of ignoring the whole Republicans weren't always conservative thing. But it's interesting, mainly the reaction she got, which was mostly silent. <laughs> I'm not surprised. <laughs> they they don't know what to do with that. Young, black, and atheist talking at a Christian political action committee. Oh, wait, sorry, not Christian, conservative. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, no, apparently one of those. No, of course I'm not. It's a. So, shall I just say it? <laughs> That was a Freudian penis scary. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, I'm not surprised. They don't want to listen. They don't want to hear this. They don't, they don't give a shit about the truth. I mean, they 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 have a problem with reality. <laughs> they they like to it's think a broad they don't. Statement, but yes. Yeah. I mean, they like to think they don't. But everything that you you see them talking about, and I mean, uh, certainly about Obama, is is not based in reality. It's based on a conservative. Uh, talking point, yeah, and not about what's actually happening. And an African American female atheist does not fit the narrative of science does not work, and, and we are Christian. Christians make good Americans. Right. Everybody else is they're wrong. They should learn from us. And 
the the usual talking points were not reinforced by this. I just don't think they knew what to do. They didn't know where to clap. <laughs> I, yeah. I really think a lot of that comes down to because they're not used to – they didn't get the same kind of buzzwords. Like now open your hymnal to 648. Eh, kind of. <laughs> but, you know, it, there let's wasn't – Let's all stand for the well, pledge. Especially in the atheist community, it is always also the assumption that if you are a member of the atheist community, you're liberal Democrat yeah, as well. So, I mean, she's kind of taking on both sides of this this issue. Because she's come out and said, I believe in smaller government. I'd like yeah. to – she didn't say keep it out of my uterus, but <laughs> I've met Jamila. I'm pretty sure that's her line of thinking. She said embrace these other groups. Don't just stand on your theocratical yeah. statements because there are people like me who would love to vote Republican if you went back to actually – Republican values, mm -hmm. even the the seven sixty seventies and early eighties Republican values, which are not the Republican values of two thousand fifteen. It's it, she she was emphasizing more on the things like the fiscally and governmentally conservative, not socially conservative, which which I will, unfortunately gets mixed in a lot nowadays. Which I'm going to say, I am right there with her. Mm -hmm. I am a fiscally conservative, socially liberal. Independent because I have to vote independent because I don't like strictly Democratic platforms and I don't like strictly Republican platforms. If I've got a Republican who's bracing marriage equality, evolution and climate science versus an anti-vax Democrat who wants to tax the shit out of me, I'm going to vote for the Republican because those are my issues. Those are the things that I care about. I care about medical science. I care about Evolution being taught in a fucking school. And if a Republican, please, God, let a Republican actually embrace evolution. Oh, I was I thought I thought you were saying comparing uh, evolution denying Republican. No, an with, evolution with, okay, yeah. believing climate science positive. OK, OK. Yeah. Marriage equality Republican, because I actually do know a few of those. Yeah. If they were running, I would vote for them over an anti-vax tax and spend Democrat. Unfortunately, they like atheists in the conservative side or, or Republicans in the atheist side. They're just not, they're so in the minority that, well, Republicans have a problem with minorities in the first place that they don't get any attention because it seems that the United States Republican Party as opposed to, like, the Australian Republican Party or something. I don't know if they have a Republican Party. They don't call them Republicans. Yeah. That – where was I going with that? Damn it. I lost myself by diverting into Australia because that's a long plane flip. You seem to be talking about Australia quite a bit today. I think he wants to go down under. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. <laughs> hey, if we're going to talk about my anal probe, i <laughs> But essentially, it's it's lost in the noise of generally conservatives have a you must follow the party line because it's what the bosses have told you to do. The the more executive as opposed to independent thought. You know what? I, I don't find that with either party. I find that both parties are very strict in their stay with the party line. I'm referring mainly to... They've done some studies where they've shown that people who are 
either politically conservative or religiously conservative are more into hierarchical, like top down preferences. They want to be told what to do as opposed to people who are more liberal and, and politically uh, liberal that, that emphasize more in independent thought. That's the only, that's the side I was going with where basically people who are in evangelical circles or uh, very conservative Muslims, their tendency to be the people who want to be told what to do as opposed to like Unitarians. It's like, Hey, let's all believe our own thing. Well, once again, to me, that's sort of a spectrum. So you mm -hmm. have extreme liberals over here who are all like, sure, if you want to play in traffic, you want to do this, you want to do that. It's, it's all good. It's all okay. Cause you know, you're an independent person and you have the extreme conservative over here who says, no, everything must be done by the book, how it's said, da, 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 where most people are kind of in this middle sort of bell section. I was, um, I was talking like on averages. But weirdly, I think the far left and the far right would totally agree that if you want to play in traffic, you should be allowed to. Yeah, the libertarian kind yeah. of, you know, we shouldn't have regulations. Yeah. You know. So somehow this circle starts biting its own tail. Yep. <laughs> They're just you know, back to back, facing the other way, which probably would not have been allowed at uh, at CPAC. CPAC, no. yeah. <laughs> no, back to back is fine. <laughs> no, it's, it's just only... ass to mouth that's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> might be a problem. Although, again, shouldn't be regulated though. Exactly. Yeah. Well, some of them. Some of them think it absolutely should be regulated because of their, their Christian beliefs, but the libertarians think not. Man, it's just all kind of messed up. I think it should be regulated for health concerns. That's all. I don't think so. They're consenting adults. Yeah. They can do whatever they want. Now, if it's ass to mouth with a seven-year-old, yeah, I have a fucking problem with that. <laughs> but if it's two people... People, not animals. I want. Mm -hmm. I want to make this clear. Two ad consenting adults who can make that decision. By all means, let them go ass to mouth all they can. I'm coming at it from the it's point like of view of chewing on the no no bits of your partner. I'm just being saying, and then you kiss them. Pro prostitution, <laughs> but believing prostitution should be regulated for safety purposes to make sure that people are always tested, that condoms are always used. That sort of yeah, it's consenting adults, but. What, kind of situation. Okay, if it, it, if you don't want to wrap your your pee pee up in latex, you get what you deserve. <laughs> You're willing to say ass to mouth, but you won't say penis. <laughs> Just... You're making you didn't make a distinction between two people out on a date or living together. Mm -hmm. You're saying that 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 should be regularly what they do. Uh, now, if no, if, you, no, if you do I, sex I, for a living, yeah, yeah, that should absolutely right. You, you need to be touched. Oh, should be filed under yeah. OSHA. But if you are a prostitute, you should have to report to OSHA once a month for testing. Yeah. I mean, that, that's a great idea. That's but, why I said kind of the... But Donna the, shouldn't have to go I wasn't, to... I, I, was, I should be able to go to Asked Mouth with my husband whenever I want to. Yeah. Not like I do, people. And she doesn't have to go ask her doctor if she can do that. She might want to, she but she doesn't have to. to. Yes. <laughs> I, I I agree that a direct analogy is incorrect. I was just saying that the point of view of my brain, where I associated that for safety reasons, came from that 
that point of view. But yeah. yes, two consulting adults can, you know, cut each other, can hit each other, can be as filthy as they want to be, but they should be smart about it. They should sure. not Fifty Shades of Grey it and do it wrong and abusive and sure. no, unsafely. I, yeah, but where are you going to learn about that? Not in school. The internet. Because <laughs> the internet is chock full of good information. The internet is for <laughs> porn. Grab your dick and double click. That solves the problems right there. I'm just letting you know. And thankfully we have net neutrality now. So <laughs> we we kind of uh, diverted a little from the conservative pack thing. Yeah. Um, but that's because I think um, I don't follow those conferences very heavily. I know, you know, I followed a bit about Jamila Bay's talk and, and the lukewarm reaction that she got. The unsurprising lukewarm reaction yes. that she got. But – what they're going to do with it, the conservatives, and whether or not it's just going to be ignored or actually someone's going to think about it. We were, you know, supposing a little too much onto the situation, maybe. You know what? I also, I think it's extremely brave of Jamila Bay to come out, mm -hmm. A, do this, no. and say this. Yeah. You know? I agree. I, it, I think it's important that even if she wasn't conservative, <laughs> that they need to see a different face up yeah. there. And not not some of these people who are saying exactly what everybody else mm -hmm. what what the party, audience party wants line. to hear. Yeah. 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 So so good honor. You want to talk about bravery? That's brave. Mm -hmm. And the fact that she also got American atheists into into the convention uh, this year was is pretty impressive. Yeah, I didn't right. hear much about what actually happened at their booth. If they got a lot of traffic, no traffic. If they I, I, that we probably would have heard if someone basically blew a gasket at them or something, but yeah. Um, so no, no. In this case, no news is kind of good news. Yeah, except for the fact that her talk about conservatives need to pay attention that there's a lot of secularists in the United States well, kind of fell on deaf ears. Well, what I'm going to say is actually go in and read the comments because they are they're not nice to Jamila. They really are not. I, I wouldn't be surprised, having not read them, if they're not nice from both sides, from the conservative side of you're not a real American, whatever well, you want to say, and is, also atheists of well, they're also, you can't talk to them. They're it's all very Christians. ugly towards Republicans and conservatives in general. Like one guy said, you're an atheist POC at a KKK con convention. You're not going to win people over. You know, I mean, these are... <laughs> there may be some KKK people... At the CPAC, that doesn't mean it's a, right. C it's a KKK rally. You know, uh, but there are people in there saying, you're stupid. You, you know, you're not going to change anything. You're not going to do anything. Mm -hmm. It's not going to be positive and everything else. Well, uh, uh, what's his face at Ferengula is, is like, why, why are they even trying? Why are they even going? That's just a bad, that's a bad mm -hmm. attitude. I, I guess some people are kind of burned out of the idea of, like, the discussion of when Bill Nye was going to debate Ken Ham of, well, we can't win any of these people over. Why do you even try? Well, you have to try because we live in a big two-party country and we need to have well, everybody's – uh, And I'd say it's, not, it's no longer a two-party. It's almost a three- and four-party. Oh, and a, and a no-party yeah. kind of <laughs> – well, anyway, I'm just saying that color. atheists come in all shapes, sizes, mm -hmm. and political spectrum. The likely. growth of the movement shows that we are even a bigger and bigger tent. There's right. a lots of different people and of all types. 
some of the comments from the more liberal brethren are actually they're disgusting in my mm-hmm. opinion because all you're doing is saying basically a lot of you're not a real atheist oh yeah. i'm now a former fan of yours yeah. because you're not exposing the ideas if you look at her facebook a lot of her ideas are in sync with socially liberal mm-hmm. ideas and honestly, the Republican Party is going to have to actually start embracing social liberalism. Or they're going to yeah. die in 80 years. You have started to see in the last few years, even conservative Republicans just giving up on the whole gay marriage thing. They've been, some of them have been taking different tacks of now, like the the pro-discrimination bills, for last of, lack of a better term, even if they can get married, we should allow people to discriminate based on the religious freedom bills, that sort of thing. So there's been a change of tack, but there has been movement in some areas like that. There's a reason why Republicans are called conservatives. They want to conserve the old way and not have a lot of change and also are fiscally conservative. Uh, socially conservatives want the old ways to stay the way they are and right. have no change. Yeah. Now, I was I was thinking about uh, religious laws on the way over here at this point. I thought what a great idea they would be. Yeah, because you're totally mixing fabrics. So yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> but but this is my idea. Go ahead and pass the laws, but only those people who identify with those. Uh, so, wait, wait, hear me out. So Muslims would have their laws and the Christians would have their laws and the conservative Christians would have their laws and the liberal. And that way, if someone gets pulled over for driving like an asshole and they have a cross on, that would not be a Christian thing. That person should be taken to jail. <laughs> I think you're going to need to flush that idea out a little no, bit more. <laughs> no, So no. does that mean my my big old surly ramek with my big atheist A will get me to... I'll be able to do anything. Yeah. Awesome. Not <laughs> this, really. Th- no, no. This is this is this is the that that would be the the result of having religious laws because the Christians want theirs. Well, okay, I don't identify as Christian, and therefore I should not be partial to those laws. The problem with that is the same problem we're having with the mixing of the socially conservatives with the Republican Party is that they don't want it to just apply to themselves. Oh, no. No, I understand that. <laughs> but they, but if they want – if that's what they want, then that's mm-hmm. what – it's it's the whole thing. We're going to allow the Bibles in, in school on the display, and therefore the Satanists can come in and do it. Oh. And, and you see what – You're talking about the everybody – it applies to everybody or applies to nobody kind yeah. of – thing to show why we have a separation of church and state yeah it would because it, it would last briefly and then you'd have <laughs> then you'd have the religious laws and you'd have the religious police going around there and so it's an, it'd, be, it'd be really exciting for so a couple part of, of your decades. strategy is that we would get a lot a long time of distraction where we wouldn't have to deal with it anymore if we just said fine we'll have christian laws in the united states <laughs> All you Christians go in this room and decide which laws they're going to be. Exactly. <laughs> because of all the various Christian sects trying to decide yeah. of, well, is snake handling? Is that legal? Yeah. Or, you know, well, it also, are we allowed to mix fabrics? And basically, is, uh, uh, there were a lot of people I saw with, with little crosses uh, hanging from their, their rearview mirrors while I was driving over here. Uh, and it was 
drizzling and rainy and gray, and I couldn't see them out the back because they didn't have their fucking lights on. <laughs> and so I was thinking, gosh, wouldn't it be great? And then they were cutting me off and sl- you know driving mm-hmm. right, driving close. And blah, you blah, see blah. the same thing with people with fishes on the back of yeah. their car. Yeah. yeah, so I figure if they're going to identify like that, they should be held to the standards of which that they claim to be upholding. The kind of, okay, if you think gays are bad and because that's in Leviticus, you also shouldn't be able to eat shrimp and Absolutely. pork. Absolutely. You should sell your daughter into slavery yep. and all. No more and hypocrisy. Kind of... You follow yeah. everything. <laughs> <laughs> so we kind of got a little ranty on that. Well, I think that's a great prep for Wulu to. Yeah. So so how do we do it? We Do we end this and then say we'll see you next week? Or... Yeah, pretty much. We've no. kind of <laughs> done that. Okay. So do you want to go over your, your, your kind of what did we learn this week? Uh, we learned I'm back temporarily. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I, I actually, I, I, I forgot about that. <laughs> That's okay. You've been gone for a while. Wait, 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 what did we talk about? Uh, we, we, we talked about drones. We talked to Leonard Nimoy first, briefly. Yeah, okay. So we, we learned that uh, Spock is not an immortal, despite having... Um, an immortal soul. Yeah. His Katra. Bless you. Ha-ha! Use your own joke back at you, eventually. Okay. <laughs> like, because that was been like, <laughs> what was that? Like four months ago? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, stole your joke. Ah, uh, shit. Okay, now I'm gonna have to do this. Okay, hold on. So, what did we learn this week? We learned that Spock didn't find the One Ring to rule them all, despite his fantastic ode to Bilbo Baggins. Although he yeah. might have. He might have, because he did live a Maybe long. that's why the Westboro Baptist Church is going to protest his funeral? Hey, be. if the Westboro Baptist Church is protesting your funeral, that means <laughs> you've lived an amazing life. Yes, I agree. But it's for some reason, it seems like the, the reasoning, quote, quote, reasoning that the WBC is using is because he knew gay guys. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, he knew, knew George Dakai, and he knew Zachary Quinto. And... Okay. and, and Shatner is apparently the spawn of Satan or something like that. Anyway. Oh, yeah, we knew that. We, can, uh-huh. we from, already had that one. Okay. You can just see that from his Travelocity commercial. No, not Travelocity. Commercials of... Uh, it's, Expedia. Uh, speed, no. No, it's it's the discount airline thing, right? Uh, oh, Priceline. Priceline. Price yeah. Actually, did you know that, in fact, all of his pauses are inverse Morse code? <laughs> <laughs> We go off track a lot this week. <laughs> Gary's back. We're off track. Yeah. Imagine that. Uh, so, second, we talked about uh, the Cyborg Unplug. Uh, so, we learned that Cyborg butt plugs may prevent doctors from seeing what ails you if you can swallow the little twirly-bladed butt drone in the first place. I can attest to that. <laughs> Get ready for our new podcast. We'll be releasing on the same in the Skeptic Wire <laughs> Network called Donna Unplugged. <laughs> Hey, that's All what that medicine did. Okay. I, Donna's I, I think, health I think it would be called Donna Plugged, but... <laughs> uh, the dress. What the hell is it with this dress? Oh, yeah, our perceptions belong to us, but not really because our perceptions are completely messed up. So, yeah. I perceive you're ambivalent about that. Yeah. Well, it's cool psychology. Yes. Basically, don't trust, don't trust your brain. CPAC. Yes. 
So if you're having problems breathing, don't worry. CPACs are providing the money behind the industry to make sure the rich people will be able to poison the air we breathe so we won't have to worry about it much longer. Yeah, it's a bit cynical. Uh, just a touch. <laughs> just a little bit. Just a sprinkling uh, of cynicism. But, but get on, uh, good on uh, Jamila Bay for... Uh, Jamila? Jamila? Jamila. Jamila. J- Jamila? Jamila Bay. <sighs> oh, okay. Jamila Bay. Good on Jamila Bay for uh, for putting all that together and, and, and giving a speech. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's kind of what we learned-ish. Yeah. In, in no way at all. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, that brings us to the end of part A of episode 186, and uh, we will be back to you either later this weekend with or part two. next week with part B, A and B, not part A and part two. Oh, I think I, think I know exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> but as uh, previously divulged, we do have problems with perception. So perhaps, was I saying two, or was I saying B, or was I saying I, I? Right, okay. <laughs> oh, you don't speak Latin. <laughs> nope, nope. No, I don't. I barely speak English. <laughs> I, I, I think that's all for the next week. We will see you on the next part two episode of B Podcast. B Podcast. <laughs> Wait, we're, we're now called B Podcast? Z- <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, B the Podcast. We we suddenly gone zen. To be the podcast or not to be the podcast? That is the question. Well, for you, this last month and a half has yeah. been no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I will not be the podcast. All right, we'll talk to you guys later. Cheers. Bye. Aloha. The Skeptic Wire podcast theme music is by Oscar Lawn with guest mandolin by Greg Perrine. If you've enjoyed listening to The Skeptic Wire, leave a review on iTunes or leave us a voice message via the PodPosted app for iPhone. Friend us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at The Skeptic Wire. Follow our blog at skepticwire.blogspot.com or send us an email, skepticwire at gmail.com. You've been listening to The Skeptic Wire. You got. You have headphones. Yes. Do you have headphones? No. For the video oh, actually, segment. I do. Yeah. Okay. Ha <laughs> I think we may need to move this closer yeah, to Donna. I, so I had to grab my crappy headphone, headphones. Headphones today. Good I apologize That's about okay. that. It's. Push it in there, Gary. Come on. Just Come on. Ease it in. Ease it in. There you go. See? Didn't even need lube. That's what you guys think. <laughs> I think that might have a different... Yeah. I think uh, uh, that was pretty uncomfortable for all of us. <laughs> Especially the listeners, because I'm recording. Especially the cameraman. <laughs> I saw the cameraman when...